This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And I would happen to be JR. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And thank you to you, yeah, you, for listening. I'm going to have a fun time here over the next four hours. This is your show just as much as it is mine. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. We got a phone number, 855-212-4CBS. And you can find me online. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at JR Sport Brief. And anyway, if you follow me on social media, you'll already know everything that we will discuss tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. How about starting here? Nick Sirianni is on his way to the Super Bowl. Second year head coach, first Super Bowl appearance, amazing team offensively, defensively. And he's just been being kicked all over the place by the opposition. Nick Sirianni might as well be like a modern day Rodney Dangerfield. This man ain't getting no respect. Speaking of respect, Officiating has been a a topic of conversation in both the NBA and the NFL over the past several weeks and and quite frankly, forever. And so as we have moved into an offensive era seemingly across all sports, we're going to talk about officiating. You know, what team, not team, but what league does the worst job when it comes down to the umpires, the referees, the officials, We'll talk about that. Maybe uh, some Cincinnati Bengals will call in. Who knows? Maybe LeBron James will call in. Although LeBron James is pretty occupied on the road right now as the Los Angeles Lakers just beat the Indiana Pacers 112-111. to I'll talk about that momentarily. 
speaking of LeBron James, he is an all-star starter. He is the captain for the West All-Star team. And the NBA All-Star Reserves were announced. Aaron Rodgers had some, I guess they were funny words to say about the 49ers and how he will not be joining that team. Arian Foster, over the past couple of days, yeah, when's the last time you heard that name? Uh, He decided to make a joke about the NFL being rigged, and people are running with it. And so we got a busy night, a real busy one. And so thank you to everybody listening on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Thank you to people tuned in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thank you to everybody listening in on a smart speaker. You can always tune in as well, cbsportsradio.com. Shep, how you doing this evening? You good? I'm doing well, JR. I'm even better than I'm with you, man. How you feeling, sir? I'm excellent, man. I, I know you got a big game to coach tomorrow, basketball-wise. Uh, yes. Are, are you guys ready? Are they all set? So I'm telling you the honest answer. The answer is no. Oh, no. Y'all had a practice today? We did have a practice. Uh, but, but tomorrow, I, I want them to believe that the answer is yes. So what's the problem? They're not boxing now? Like, well, what are they doing? Well, the, the problem is um, it's just the culture of where we are in society. Oh, it's, it's that kids are not held accountable in the same way that you and I were 20 years ago when we were playing high school basketball. Um, it's unfortunate. There's only so much that I can do. You know, I'm not, I'm not complaining, but the reality is with a lot of these young individuals, they, they truly believe that they're God's gift to everything, and oh, they no. can question everything, and they can talk back whenever they want. Oh, no. And uh, there's some really good kids, too. But there is a, a level of entitlement and defiance that I have noticed with this upcoming generation. So I'm glad I have a role in putting that in check and in check quickly. Oh, that's good. Yes. And these are junior varsity players. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. They're not even on the. They're not even on the, the varsity team. No, no, no. They're gonna. They're gonna tell me, you know, what they should be doing play wise, but they can't make a basic left handed layup going off the right foot and putting the layup uh, right off the glass in the corner of the paint. They, yeah, oh, it's ridiculous. He- these kids sound like the worst. But at the same time, Jr., when, when I coach them, and, and I'm sure you would do the same thing, what I say to myself every single time with these young men is that I'm not coaching them at 15. I'm coaching a future lawyer. I'm coaching a future educator, a future doctor. If I see them in that light, understanding what my flaws were, what my discrepancies and my weaknesses were at 15 years old, I have to remember compassion and patience at oh. such young age for these young men. Okay. Well, you're a good human being, so you good too. on you, Shep. And uh, I'll definitely ask you tomorrow what the, the score was. I want to know if these guys won or whether they got smashed into the ground. The more, the more hoarse my voice is, Jr. the worse that, that's a sign of what the outcome was. So let, let's, hope it's not, let's hope it's not Doc Rivers-esque tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, Doc Rivers, uh, his voice is permanently screwed. Uh, anyway, let's go from uh, junior varsity to the actual NBA. There's a lot of NBA action going on tonight i'm sitting here in the studio i got multiple screens on i just saw that the new york knicks uh after i don't know i want to say giving up a lead but after having a decent lead 10 points or so 10 15 points the new york knicks they just hung on to beat the miami heat at home in the in the garden uh 106 to 104 uh no jalen brunson tonight and then also right now in cleveland where we had a little bit of a uh, I'm a little pushing and shoving and hugging and hitting. Uh, the Cavaliers are beating the Grizzlies 126-105. to The bleeding should stop soon. 
There's about three minutes left in that game. And that game is notable because someone who is always in the middle of things, Dylan Brooks, like, does he get sick and tired of, of fighting with people? Does, does he ever? There was a foul on the way to the basket. Donovan Mitchell had the ball. Uh, Dylan Brooks fouled him. And then Dylan Brooks is on the ground. Dylan Brooks swings with his head down and, like, extends his arm to hit Donovan Mitchell in the groin. Donovan Mitchell throws the ball at him. Uh, Donovan Mitchell then shoves him, and they're hugging and shoving and pushing. No punches thrown because who punches in the NBA anymore? Nobody. And then one of the Grizzlies' assistants comes over and kind of tackles Dylan Brooks out of the way. Both of these dudes were thrown out of the game, and it's unfortunate, especially if you're a Cavs fan, because Donovan Mitchell's probably one of the reasons uh, that you showed up. Tonight he had a terrible game to start anyway. He finished with six points in 22 minutes. He was 2 of 11 from the field. And meanwhile, Dylan Brooks, he had nine points. Just a uh, sad story when you get guys kicked out. And then, staying in the Midwest... Let's go to Indianapolis. The Pacers were hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, the Lakers with a comeback bit of their own. How about this? 112 to 111, the Lakers beat the Pacers. And I told you it was a comeback. Yeah, take a listen. This is LeBron James. He knocked down a three-pointer to give the Lakers the lead in the fourth. Eh, about three minutes left. Listen. Here is a three in the corner, no good. Here come the Lakers five on four. LeBron, three-pointer for the lead, got it! Lakers in front, 108-106 on the three from LeBron. Yeah, it went down to the wire. Uh, Patrick Beverly had an opportunity to help ice the game. He missed two free throws. Uh, I know LeBron wants to leave him in Indianapolis and then they got the ball back, and they weren't able to do anything. This was the final call on the Lakers radio network. Lakers by one, five seconds remaining. Nebhard having trouble getting it in, now gets it into heel. Heel trapped in the corner, throws it up. In and out, no good. Rebound Anthony Davis. The game is over. The Lakers win it, 112-111. Los Angeles Lakers, they still have no idea what 500 looks like. They have a record of 25 and 28. And the Pacers, they fall to 24 and 29. LeBron James for the night, finishing with 26 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. What does this mean as he continues to chase Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well, this means LeBron James is 63 points away from jumping Kareem, 63 points away. And so you don't have to be a mathematician. If he can go out there and drop about 30 per per, or maybe a little bit more than that, it may only take him two games or it may bleed into a third. The Los Angeles Lakers right now are in the process of finishing up their road trip. They take on the Pelicans on Saturday. There's big interest in this game. It wasn't a nationally televised game. But now it's been moved to ESPN2. Okay, fine. People want to see LeBron get closer. I don't know if he's dropping 63 points on Saturday, so there you have it, just in case. The Lakers are back in Los Angeles next week. On Tuesday, 
they'll host the Oklahoma City Thunder. Maybe LeBron can break the record there. And then I think without a shadow of a doubt, the Lakers, they take on the Milwaukee Bucks exactly a week from now on Thursday. And I don't know, LeBron had 26 tonight. Over the next couple of games, he may drop 25 or 30. He's going to, I think he'll get it done. I, I, I want to say the safe bet is the Bucks. Maybe he loses his mind against the Pelicans and the Thunder, and he, he gives you a 30-piece in each game. But I, I'd say the Bucks are probably maybe the safest option. Shep, what, what would you say? I would say the Bucks. I'm 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 with you on that, Jr. You you know he's not getting it on the road at this point. Um, I would say the Bucks against Giannis. He understands that Giannis is the. I would say one of his three biggest rivals right now, if not his career. Um, I would say that's accurate. Yeah, I, I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's holding out to say, "Oh, I wanna, I wanna do it this particular day." Um, if if we look at his his past few scores, and yes. Uh, Anthony Davis is back. Anthony Davis had a good night tonight as well, 31 points. Tonight, LeBron had 26 against the Knicks, 28. That Saturday, uh, Wine Fest against Boston, he had 41. San Antonio, 20. The Clippers, 46, 37, 23, 32. Uh, He's not on the same type of hot streak he's on, but he can wake up any game and just, just drop 30 or 40 and then give you Give you twenty, so you never know. Jr. But I, yes, the, it, it, I'm looking at the ticket prices right now. So New Orleans right now, it's dropped to fifty dollars, and against the Milwaukee Bucks, the lowest ticket price is going for five hundred dollars. And this is a regular season game, obviously. The so to sit up in the bleachers, the the, the nosebleeds, sit all the way up in the sky. Yes, to see LeBron James. Yes. Against the Bucks, so the in the sky is five hundred dollars. The the absolute cheapest ticket right now is going to be five hundred dollars. Oh my God! Who's somebody's going to pay for it? Without question, it wouldn't be me. Just to say you were there in the building, right? One hundred percent. And and, do- and that's the only reason you're going right now is to see LeBron do something that has not been done in nearly forty years. Do they let you bring binoculars into these games? Yes, they do. They they used to. They still let you bring binoculars? Yeah, of course they do. They, they can't deny that. That's not uh, seen as a, a weapon, right? It's not what, seen as something that's going to be noise or distraction, of course. I, I don't know what they let people. I know they not. They don't want you some places. Don't bring a book bag. Don't bring this. It has to be see-through. I don't know. I wouldn't pay $500 to be in the building. I'd rather, I'd rather watch at home. I mean, LeBron ain't coming upstairs to give me a high five. Like, what am I getting out of it? I guess it's a. I guess the energy in the building is that it. And what are they going to do? They're going to stop the game. Of course. They're going to say congratulations to LeBron. Uh, Adam Silver will will say hi or wave, and Kareem will shake his hand. LeBron will wave. He'll go hug his family. They'll have a, a big announcement for it. Uh, maybe you think they'll have a video package. They have to. JR, I, I apologize. This, I might have glossed over this, and this may be omitted in my knowledge of what's going on with LeBron passing Kareem. Has Kareem confirmed that he's actually going to show up in person? Because they don't like each other. I believe that he is. I think, he's, I think he will. 
And if he doesn't, he's going to be a part of the video package congratulating him. Of course. And Kareem is not a youngster anymore. So what are you saying? He, he won't go outside? Oh, what I'm saying is he's 75 years old and he's seven so, foot two. I mean, what? that's not easy to walk around on these days. Oh, my God. The man can walk. Barely. He moves around. It's 75. He's making 75 like he's ancient. Well, but, but he's 75 in that body frame. That's a, that's a he, lot of miles on that kind of age. Uh, yes, he, he walks, he sits, and then he leaves. And he goes home. When's the last? I feel like I saw him two years ago, maybe a year ago. He was watching that garbage-ass uh, slam dunk contest, and Kareem said, I ain't sitting here for this, and he left. I don't blame him. That's the last time I remember Kareem. I think he'll be there. He's been very critical of LeBron James over the past several years uh, for, for a variety of reasons. And some of his words, uh, uh, he's walked back. He's, he's been apologetic. I don't know if Kareem, who has done a lot of talking and writing about, you know, doing the right thing and being an example, uh, he'd look like even more of a hypocrite if he didn't show up to LeBron's situation, if he was in, in good health, which I believe he is. But what do I know? I'm not 7'2 and play basketball for 20, 30 years. I, I don't know. But if he's healthy, I think Kareem should be there. Shake his hand, say congratulations, and then leave, go home. To be honest, how many people out there are really going to be, they're going to stand and give LeBron a clap and, oh, yeah. Nobody will care. The game will continue, and Giannis Antetokounmpo will be out there just dunking on folks. And then LeBron will just keep adding to the numbers. There's really a feeling that LeBron just exists in Los Angeles. Just exists. It's not like he's built into the team or that he's loved or he's a fan favorite. He's just... Laker fans expect to have the best players. Uh, They just don't have an affinity for him. It's just the way it is. They should get used to it. Uh, He's going to be there at least, at least through 2025. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are just getting started. A matter of fact, we come back, speaking of LeBron, he's going to be selecting from some of these guys. The NBA All-Star Reserves were announced. I want to talk to you about the Empire State Building, hating the city of New York. Yes, you heard me say that correctly. Nick Sirianni can't get any respect. Aaron Rodgers has some funny words about his future. And then we're going to talk about officials. Seems like a lot of these officials are operating in the world of funny business. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. Just getting warmed up on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four two two seven. You know, Shep uh, Kareem about a year ago, he did say if and when LeBron passes his scoring record, 
that he would show up and, and be in attendance. And so, and shake his hand, congratulate him, et cetera. So unless there is an issue with Kareem health-wise, I expect to see him out there at Crypto.com, Bank of America, TD Bank, whatever arena. Well, it's good to see Kareem take the high road in this regard. I know him and LeBron have not had the kindest of words to say about each other. Neither did Kareem and Wilt. It seemed like Kareem has not gotten along with some of other all-time greats, but good for Kareem for being the bigger person in this instance. Good for him. Yeah, well, we still got to see what he does. We believe that he'll break the record, LeBron, uh, on Thursday. But he can certainly uh, drop an easy 63 points over the next two games. So let's see when he does it. The next stop after that, where LeBron will be celebrated and lauded again, uh, will be the All-Star Game, which will take place in Salt Lake City about two Sundays from now. And we learned this evening of the NBA All-Star Reserves. And there are quite a few omissions, and it's the same song and dance uh, every year. As fans start to complain and talk about who got snubbed and who deserved to be there, and uh, the reserves are voted on by the coaches. It's that the coaches are the ones who vote in the reserves. And so when you think about the guys who will be going in, I'll start off here with the Eastern Conference, Uh, Joel Embiid, who should have been an all-star starter, is he was the first uh, reserve pretty much announced for the East. Uh, You have Jalen Brown, so we have two Celtics. Uh, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle of the New York Knicks. And this is where things kind of get dicey. You have Tyrese Halliburton. He's having a damn good year, leading the league in assists. You have DeMar DeRozan who plays on a crap team with the Chicago Bulls. He's putting up good numbers. You have Drew Holiday, who just started a game right now uh, as the Milwaukee Bucks host the Los Angeles Clippers. And then you can take a look at the the West. John Morant, Laurie Markkinen, DeMontis Sabonis, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Damian Lillard, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. making the All-Star team. And then you have Paul George who I'm surprised, just in all honesty, still plays basketball. And so from the West, one guy who's missing is De'Aaron Fox. I know we have a lot of fans here. God bless their souls. They've had to deal with a lot. We have a lot of fans who listen in Sacramento, who love the Sacramento Kings, who always talk about, you know, what's going to happen. And, and, oh, my God, they're actually good. Well, Sabonis went, and De'Aaron Fox is not. 24 points, four rebounds, six assists. He has some of the best shooting percentages of his career. Uh, I think it's impressive how he's continued to improve. Uh, Sacramento is third in the West, and they only have Sabonis, who's leading the league uh, in rebounding. Uh, I guess that's the consolation. You only get one. And then you turn over to the East, and there's seemingly more names that are missing because you can't fit everybody in. Some people are surprised. Uh, I'm not. There's no Trey Young on the All-Star team this year. 27 points a game, 10 assists, no Trey Young. Sound like All-Star numbers, don't they? Except for the Hawks have been disappointing. There have been a lot of conversations about Trey Young and being a me-first guy and being a coach killer, and he's not on the list. He's not an all-star. Maybe he'll get in should someone get hurt, but he ain't there. And the Hawks, just as a team, they're disappointing this year. 
the eighth seed right now, hanging out in that space, give or take, with the New York Knicks. James Harden is not an all-star. Philadelphia is 33-17. and 17. Joel Embiid was snubbed in the first place. This Joel Embiid is leading the world in scoring. Uh, Harden is here with 11 assists himself, basically right there with Halliburton. And James Harden is also shooting a, a career best from three. There's no beard in the All-Star game. Pascal Siakam from the Toronto Raptors. He ain't there. 25 points, eight rebounds, six assists. And then Jalen Brunson, who is the best point guard the Knicks have had in God knows how long, 20, 30 years. He's averaging 23 points, six assists. And the Knicks, well, they just fell, actually, to 27-26. And a lot of these squads, it's like, hey, you can only have one all-star. So if you're the Sixers, are you going with Joel Embiid or are you taking Harden? I think it's simple. And if you you look at the guards, I would actually put in James Harden over DeMar DeRozan. I think guys on winning teams should be rewarded. So I'm not mad that Trey Young isn't there. I'm not mad that Siakam isn't there. And when it comes to James Harden, I mean, if he had a better reputation over the past few seasons, maybe he'd be in. I'd say the biggest omission out of everybody is probably De'Aaron Fox. Can't fit in everybody. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Matt is here from San Diego. What's up, Matt? I'm back. How you doing, partner? Here we go. Look, um, whoa, 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 you know, slow down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow, <laughs> slow down. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ask you how you were because everybody else says no. I, no, it's not about so asking me. Well, stop talking, Matt. All right. Thanks. It's not about asking me how I am. That's fine. You assume I knew who you were. You jumped on like, hey, here I go. I'm here. I, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember. I don't remember. Matt, I speak to like how many people a night? 50, 60? It's yeah, over, it's over 100. Over 100, Shep? I don't, I don't remember you, Matt. I'm sorry. That's all right. Well, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing oh, good. Good. So well, now let's. I thought about Brady. Man, okay, so I, don't, Brady. I don't. That's okay. No big deal. No big deal. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, know it's, I know it's not a big deal. So let's do I me know. a favor first. You ready? Yes, sir. Take a deep breath. I'm serious. Oh, Take a deep breath. No, 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 no. That wasn't a deep breath. <laughs> are you are you on caffeine? Did you have like eight espressos? Coffee is the most disgusting thing on this planet. Almost, I can't. I could. You couldn't give me. A, you'd have to pay me to drink coffee and a lot. Okay, then I won't ask yeah. you what you uh, potentially you sniff. No, I'm not anyway. I'm, no, I'm just you know, I'm, I'm fine. Well, just I'm slow, slow down for us, Matt. Okay. I am. Try. I am. Try. No, I'm fine. Go ahead. Okay. So um, my thoughts about LeBron James is, you know, records are broken all the time. And, uh, you know, people don't always – $500 to watch a basketball game, what kind of, that's insane. And if I were Kareem, you know, that's his deal. Let him, let him, you know, enjoy that and let him luxuriate in that. But I, I don't have to go. That's, that's not my thing. And uh, so he's breaking my records. can make me sad anyway because now I've lost a record. But, uh, um, you know – it, that's just the way it goes, and uh, so I was, if I was if I was Kareem, I would just say, you know, have fun and, and enjoy. But uh, I'm just not coming. And um, and I guess the other thing, the only other thing I have to ask you about is, 
you don't seem to have any problem with these guys making $50 million a year for playing a stupid game for a few months. I have a serious problem. I don't think there's a pro athlete that should be making any more than about 50. If you can't live on $15 million a year, big deal. So are they all just trying to what outdo each other and say, I make more than you. Ha ha ha. I mean, come on, JR, $50 million to play a stupid game for a few months. Does that not just sound ridiculous? I'm sorry. That's my feeling. No, it, it doesn't sound ridiculous because the money and the funds are there. You, you said it. One of the first things that came out of your mouth was the price of this ball game to see LeBron break a record. When you talk about a $500 ticket, you go ahead and you multiply that gate times approximately, I don't know, uh, 20,000 people. And then you go ahead and factor in merchandise, factor in parking, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and, and, and factor in food, concessions, alcohol. And then you tell me where that money should go. That doesn't even count in sponsorship deals. That doesn't count in the billions of dollars that broadcasters, I can't even call them all television networks anymore, uh, pay to broadcast sports. And so if I have a pool of about, I don't know, 12 to $15 billion generated per year, that money should go to the people who participate in making that business happen. And so you might look at it as a, a silly game where none of the athletes or none of the players should make more than $15 million a year. There are certain players, some of them, not all, there are select few of them that aren't even paid what they actually generate on the basketball court. And so it's simple business. If you generate the money, it has to go and should be dispersed somewhere mainly by the people who created the art. Uh, Do you feel the same way about an actor who generates billions at a box office? Uh, Do you feel the same way about a musician who tours the country or tours the world and generates hundreds of million dollars in in, in revenue? What's the difference? Mm, I'm not really sure. Um, Yeah, it is. Well, you know, it's hard to explain. Um, Oh, boy. No, there there is no difference. Thank you, Matt, for calling from San Diego. They should only make 15 if you can't live on 15. What do you want? If LeBron James, if LeBron James is, is worth basketball-wise, if they say, hey, you can only make, I don't know, 40, 45 million dollars a year, how many people are showing up across the country to see him play. He's probably worth more than that, and he ain't getting paid to it. So what is he supposed to do, give money back? If you got a job and, and you're generating money and, and making revenue and generating it, what are you supposed to do, show up to work and, and know, hey, I came to work and uh, I, I helped make the company, I don't know, $50 million. But I can, I can live, I can live on a... You know, three thousand a month, so I'll only take three. Who who does that? And what economic system? Who does that? And people always want to point the finger at all of all the athletes. Oh, they're playing a kids' game. Oh, it's a child's game. Oh, it's for kids. All oh, the money make too much money. Don't watch then. If you don't want him to make money, don't watch. 
And here's the thing. If you don't watch, there's still going to be another billion people who do. Just don't be a sports fan. Go play tiddlywinks. Or jump rope. Hopscotch. I don't think they make any money, wherever their dumbass league is. Go join the Hopscotch League. Stop complaining about grown athletes and adults making money. Don't watch a movie. Don't listen to a, a, an album. Don't go to a concert. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. It's just always a... Oh, they're making all this money. They don't need to make the money. What what, what are you talking about? If you're going to tell me that, have an answer for me. But there is none. We come back, we're going to talk about uh, an entity trying to make money. And they don't give a damn about the people in their own city. I'll explain. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey man, thank you for having me, man. Enjoy your show, man. I've been I've been tuned in for about a month, man. I've been locked in, so I would appreciate your work, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. At the top of the hour, we're gonna talk about Nick Sirianni. The man seemingly can get no respect. People are throwing Nick Sirianni under the bus because of his uh, his mannerisms on the sidelines, a little bit of a hot dog. We have other players on other teams in the NFL who are saying Nick Sirianni is just along for the ride. It's like, damn, he, he can't get credit for nothing, can he? People have found any reason to be upset. Like one of our callers who wasn't happy with the salaries of professional athletes. I'm like, please tell me. I, I haven't heard that argument before. You haven't? No, never. Never. I, one, one thing I've also never heard, I've never heard anyone make sense of it either. You know, people want to take the position, oh, they make too much money. And then when you actually explain and say, hey, well, this is why, and please tell me what doesn't make sense, they, they can't make it make sense. Sad. Speaking of things that don't make sense, phone lines are open, 855-212-4CBS. And speaking of Nick Sirianni, there were a lot of upset people in New York earlier this week when the Philadelphia Eagles ended up going, advancing, I should say, to the, the Super Bowl, knocking off the 49ers. The Empire State Building, which is right up the road from Philadelphia in New York City, Uh, one of the most famous and recognizable buildings on planet Earth. The Empire State Building lit itself up green and white to congratulate the Eagles. And people were just, and they, they had the nerve to tweet it out on social media, fly, Eagles, fly. And people in New York are going, wait a minute. In the Empire State Building, it's a, it's a symbol of New York. It's a symbol of New York City. 
It has Empire State in the name. New York is the Empire State. Y'all are celebrating a rival? And so it stayed that way until the conclusion of the AFC championship game between the Bengals and the Chiefs. And then the colors switched over to the, the red for the Chiefs. And then they congratulated them. And then they were just basically like, too bad. And so it's been reported that they're going to do it again if the Eagles should win the Super Bowl or whoever wins the Super Bowl. And I know you're saying, oh, well, well big deal. It's, it's just a building. Not if you live in New York. This is probably outside of the Statue of Liberty, the most recognizable thing in the city. And the owners of the building are, are using this as marketing and promotion, which is a good idea. I just think it's a terrible idea to give your own city a, a big old F you. I, I, I can't imagine. And, and for years, they've done this. They've been selective. They've, they've actually uh, put new lights up on the Empire State Building and, and LED lights. It can do a light show. It's up to the, the 20, uh, whatever year we in. What year are we in, Shep? 2023? would be correct. Yeah, it's, it's technologically advanced for a building that was built almost 100 years ago. I think it was completed in 1934. Don't ask me why I know that. I'm into architecture. The building has been there a long-ass time. And now they're doing this fancy stuff with lights. I just find it crazy. Even the mayor of New York City, who doesn't seem like he does a lot besides go out at night, he's like, this was a... A misuse. So I get it. It's marketing. They want to sell people to visit the building. They want to be a global building, even though they're in New York. But don't be don't be jerks to the people in the city. Like respect your neighbors. I don't think people are jumping all over the world to go upstairs anyway. Who cares? Shep, you ever been up there? I have not, unfortunately. I got to get on that. It's pathetic. I have not been up there, and I've been a New Yorker for more than a decade now. Ah, it's okay. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I've been up there. Yeah, you know, you know, it's amazing, Jr. What? Uh, going by the Statue of Liberty. To me, that's more breathtaking than looking down from the Empire State Building. You? How would you know you didn't do it? No, no. So I. So okay, that's that's a fair point. Who am I to comment? But I no, I I haven't heard like I've never heard someone say it was the most breathtaking view of my life when I looked down, you know, in the financial district from the Empire State Building. But you do hear all the time how the Statue of Liberty is absolutely breathtaking. And it's one of the yeah. best sites that my eyes have ever laid you know, sight on. I've never, I haven't been in, yeah, no, I've been in it. I haven't been upstairs in it. In the Empire State Building? No, 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 no. no. Statue of Liberty? The, the Statue of Liberty. You've been inside the Statue of Liberty? Yeah, they, they let you in the, the base. Not anymore. This is a long time ago. Okay, I was about to say, they don't do, right. Yeah, Damn. Used to, there was a point in time where you could go up all the way up into the, the torch. That's right. Yeah, but it's been a long time. Right. And it, the, the ride is nice from the Staten Island Ferry and sure. Liberty Tour and Lower Manhattan. That's nice. Empire State Building is nice as well. You get to see, you know, oh, you can see whatever you want. You can see the New Jersey. You can see the Pennsylvania. You can see everything uh, from up there. It's just, um, I don't know. They want to make money. I get it. But they shouldn't. They don't care. But they shouldn't joke around with, with New Yorkers. Just, just give them a damn break. Yeah. Eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. 
CJ is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how's it going, brother? It's going well, man. What's up? Justin, I listen to you guys a lot, uh, and uh, I like always like what you got to say. I was just listening to that guy talk about how they, uh, you know, they make too much money. I think, I think they don't make enough, really, because you know, the owners get, you know, the owner gets so much money. But the only thing I was saying is like, you know, the whole the whole world, everything's going up, prices going up, prices going up. You know, like instead of making a ticket five hundred, they could they could keep it at two fifty, and everybody could still eat. You know, but this whole world's just going to keep going up and up. You know. But you made yeah, it made no. sense to me. You, 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 it made sense the way you put it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, you will it because sports is more relatable for most of us than going to a movie theater and watching Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the, the athletes, because it's so much of a business, and and what they do is is publicized. You know how much LeBron James makes in a year from basketball, you could probably project what he makes outside of it. You really have to look and go, oh, oh, I'm going to go see the, I'm going to see the rock in a movie. Well, how much did the rock make this year? Oh, he made just as much money as, as LeBron James. Nobody says to the rock, man, you make it too much money. Why is that? Nobody has an answer for me there. Outside of what I just shared to you, uh, there's there's so much more that's personal. Thank you, CJ, for calling from San Diego. There, there's so much more that's personal. Beyonce is getting ready to go on a world tour. She's going to Europe. Uh, she's going to be here all over North America. Uh, Beyonce is going to walk away with millions of dollars. She's doing a stadium tour. There's going to be, I don't know, let's just say 60 to 70 to 80 maybe somebody stops more than that a hundred thousand people in there a night for i don't know how many dates she's doing 40 dates nobody's gonna look at beyonce at the end of the tour and go oh well yeah beyonce man she she walked away with with 80 80 mil she made too much money and that's correct It's, it's inflation prices go up for everything People are paying for it. I'm not disagreeing with you there. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. There's a wide gap in chasm as to who can afford certain things. That is true. That doesn't make it fair. But when you think about the economics of, hey, this is this is what's created. This is what's generated. Uh, this is how the money has to get split. The only thing that's going to stop that is when the revenue stops. Are you going to stop paying for a ticket? Possibly. Are the distributors, the television outlets, the streaming companies, are they going to stop paying exorbitant amounts of money? That may stop. Are the owners going to say, hey, the money's stopping, we can't pay the players as much? That might happen. It doesn't seem like soon, though. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, I'm going to get to your calls. We're going to talk about Nick Sirianni. This man gets no respect. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <laughs> 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.